Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, you'll get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway. That's a $72 value per year. No other provider offers this. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to Hallelujah. This morning we have a powerful testimony and I want you to help me welcome Nanekia to give us her testimony. Please put your hands together as we welcome Nanekia. Hi everybody. My name is Nanekia Kwansa. I'm a dancing star and I'm a level 400 student of Legon. My testimony is about how... Um, I got delivered from a relationship I was seeing 200 from Daddy's messages. Um, I was invited by my roommate one um, for a joint service, and Daddy preached that day about the determinants. It was actually about fellowship. And Daddy gave an instance where he said, some ladies are in the church and they have boyfriends in the world and they want to really bring their boys to church and by force when it's time for the um, altar call, you push the guy and tell the guy to go and give his life to Christ by force and that was the situation I was in and I was trying to convince the guy like to come to church and everything but it wasn't working and I really listened to the messages very like a lot most of the time and I really I, I, I got the conviction that I really had to leave the guy because he wasn't really trying to be serious with Christ and that was how I got saved from the relationship and I want to say a very very big thank you to daddy for the messages and how it has helped me thank you Amen. What a powerful testimony. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our father, Bishop Daggerwoodness. Put your hands together, somebody. Hallelujah. Now, take your seats. I want to um, share with you something hello all right i wanted i want to share with you something very important about testimonies amen since it is testimony time hallelujah testimonies are god's way of Helping us, or is is a, is a key to tapping into supernatural power. Amen. Yes. 
Revelations chapter 12. Revelations chapter 12. Let's all turn there. And verse 11. Revelations chapter 12 and verse 11. Hallelujah. What does it say? It says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Amen. Now, one of the things that is very important is overcoming. Life involves overcoming problems and issues and things that you encounter and that you uh, experience. That's, That's life. That's why babies start crying as soon as they are born. Because as soon as they are born, they can sense that they have come into an evil place. Do you see? So all through your life is going to be the story of overcoming something. Amen. How many can sense today that there is something that you need to overcome? Yes. You can't be in this world without feeling the need for something to either go away or stop or overcome or block or delete or kill, quench, fight, extinguish. And you will not finish this life without having a series of things that you keep on overcoming at each age and at each point in your life. Do you see? So, God wants us to overcome and he's given us master keys to overcoming. And one of them is this one which says that they overcame the devil. Or if you like verse verse 10. Look at verse 10. Revelation 12 verse 10. It says, I heard a voice saying, um, salvation has come, strength has come, power of his Christ has come because the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. You, you can't live in this world without feeling accused. How many as you are sitting there, you feel accused that, like, maybe you shouldn't even be in church. 
How many have that feeling? Yeah, it's it's from the presence of the devil. If the presence of the devil gives that feeling, if there's no devil, you never have that feeling. Because the devil has been cast into the world where we are. You can hardly even pray and feel good. <laughs> it's because of the environment you are in. You are you are you are fighting in the presence of devils. Okay. So now the next verse says that they overcame him. All right. By the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb is the wonderful blessing that God gave to us to wash us from all our sins that we have genuinely committed. Even the ones that we don't know we've committed, they are all there. Because as you grow as a Christian, you discover even that something was also wrong with you for the last 40 years. Hallelujah. Then, the next master key to overcoming the devil is you overcome him with testimonies. Now, whose testimonies? The word of their testimony. Their testimony. So, testimonies that are used to overcome the devil are yours and others' testimony. Their testimonies. Okay? They overcame by the word of their testimonies. Okay? So, my testimony of what I've been through, her testimony of what she's been through, his testimony of what he's been through is a master key for you to overcome in your life. Hallelujah. One of the first things that it does in helping you to overcome is that you discover that you are not alone in that situation. If you have ever failed an exam, the first thing you look for is for others who have failed. Is it not true? That's the first thing you look for. Others who have failed. Because the presence of others who have failed is one of the greatest comforting things for somebody who has failed an exam. True or not true? Hallelujah. Amen. And then... Um, the testimony that somebody gives alright 
gives so much assurance like our sister was explaining how she heard me say some people come and push the brother to go forward give your life to Christ lift up your hand so that when they ask is he a believer I say yes he's a believer he has given his life to Christ it is what I've seen it before that's why I said it I've seen it many times and so it's a testimony then it helped her to see that this thing it has been done by a lot of people you cannot easily convert an unconverted person with a hand that is lifted up like this by their fruits you shall know them not by their hands amen Can you see me over there? Or do you want to turn your chairs this way? You would like to turn your chair this way? Turn it this way. Those of you on that side. No, no, no. I didn't say come forward. I didn't say come forward. I said just turn it. And, and these people to this side from, the, from Nathan. If you want to turn your chairs. If you are okay, fine. Just rotate it. No, I said, I didn't say come here. Don't come here. And a, a, a person who speaks English should explain to them. Yes, turn, turn this way so that you can see me. Maybe the screen. You know, later on when, they, when we block the lights, we, the screens will work better. Nobody should be in front here, please. English. If you speak English, you, you will understand. Don't, don't come into the line here. I will be coming to work there, so don't, don't come there. I'm explaining to you what are testimonies. Testimonies help you to overcome. So whenever you are listening to preaching or reading the Bible, look for testimonies. They overcome the devil, and you will overcome the devil my brother in the suit move from there it's you're out of line yes don't be on the black tiles please just yeah thank you all right now are you, are you listening so god is showing you how to overcome look as you've come to church some of us have serious financial problems as we are here. Some of us have serious beloved doses crisis. Some of us have marital problems. Some of us have different types of issues that are worrying us. So God is showing you how to overcome. Amen. Amen. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimonies. Okay? So when anybody is giving a testimony, listen very carefully because that may be, a, you may have within it uh, advice. 
Now the Bible also says that thy testimonies are my counselors. Your testimonies are my counselors. You see, what, what does it mean? Testimony is a counselor means that the testimonies are advising you what to do. Psalm 119 verse 24. Counselors. Counsel. Do you see? Counsel. When I listened to T.L. Osborne saying that he got married when he was 19 and his wife was 18, it was counsel for me to know that marrying even at the age of 25 is not old. It's not too young. But these are believers. And he was married till he died at the age of almost 90. What do you think? So testimonies are counselors. Like in this crisis, in this situation, listen to what you are hearing. And it's going to be good advice for you in your personal situation. Don't be deceived by how everybody looks nice. Don't, Don't think that everything is okay. Okay? Everybody is praying about something. Raise up your hand if you are also praying about something. Yes, everybody is praying about something. Yes. Everybody, 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 everybody needs something. Everybody is believing God for something. You may think you are the only one. You see, people talk differently. You know, over the years, I've come to see like, some, I've seen like you can have people with who are married to people. They have the same marriage, same type of marriage. They'll describe it very differently. One will say, Oh, I am enjoying delicious delights. That's all that he says. So then another person, exactly the same kind of marriage, he will tell you, Look, it's not easier. But it's because of the word of God we are going through. Yes. The same type of marriage. The people speak differently. If, if somebody comes to church, you ask, how was church? You'll be surprised. Some people will say, oh, it was like this. It was like that. It was like that. The same church service. Different descriptions amounted. So don't be this. Somebody when he is very sad, eats a lot somebody when he's very sad doesn't eat yes everybody is sad though this one eats the response to sadness is eating I, I know a sister like that that is how when she's depressed or worried she just eats and I know others when they are I know another one when she's worried she doesn't eat so this one becomes small this one becomes big same problem so don't look around and think that oh I wish I was like him and the way she's smiling, the way everything is okay everybody here is an overcomer of something, I'm telling you hallelujah 
So don't 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 sit there and be jealous of anybody at all. I beg you. I beg you. Now, Psalm 119, verse 46. It says, I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings, and I will not be ashamed. Do you know what a preacher is? A preacher is basically somebody who is not ashamed to say that he's also struggling like you are struggling. But he's using these scriptures, the following scriptures, to go through life. You must grow up because one of the things that cuts you off from people's fellowship is your failure to share you see what when you are quiet everybody thinks your life is perfect have you not noticed that people are afraid of quiet people like when somebody is very quiet you you sort of stay away because like this guy's he is composed he knows like he's just quiet he's keeping to himself can you hear me everywhere yes you know so people tend to like you know just not talk so when you are with someone you don't speak the person will say if i say my my problem this person will not understand so i'll just keep it to myself even i do that when i when i see pastors who don't understand certain things, i don't say anything if i meet people who i see that they understand certain things then i share certain things one day i was with a brother and then when he shared a problem i said come I took him to the side and I explained that this problem that you shared, I have the same problem. He was surprised. I said, I have the same problem that you have. So don't worry. Yeah. So the more you share, you will find people, the more you are not ashamed. He says, I will speak that testimony even before kings. I will not be ashamed. Look at it. I will not be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of God. Don't be even ashamed of your life. The day you stand up and introduce yourself as somebody who has had 200 boyfriends, as soon as we close there, somebody will come and say, I have had 2,000. And I want to introduce myself to you. I want us to form a fellowship. I see you overcoming in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't be ashamed of your testimonies. God is blessing you mightily. Amen. Amen. Now, finally, before we, this is just during the the testimony time, I'm just sharing this. When you don't share testimonies, you allow yourself to descend into the realm and the level of an ungrateful person who is going to be destroyed psalm 28 and verse 5 psalm 28 and verse 5 you see if you even read from verse 4 let's read the verse 4 it says give them according to their deeds and the deeds of their wickedness and their endeavors give them the work of their hands 
rendered to them their desert. In other words, punish them because of verse 5. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. You see, when God is operating and working in your life, you don't, you don't, you don't regard it as even God's work, God's work. Whatever has happened or whatever is happening and whatever God has done, oh, it's nothing. Oh, this is that. It could have happened to this. It could have happened to that. You don't regard what God has done. Like God has actually done something in your life. And because you don't regard the works of the Lord and the operation of his hands in your life, he will destroy you because of that. And you see, it's important for us to recognize the work of God that this is God's hand. Today we have planets. They've discovered planets. All this. They don't, they don't show any regard that God made it. You know? Sometimes when I watch these scientific things, I can hardly watch most of it because they don't know what else to say. As they've seen the wonders that God has made, they don't know what else to say than it was a big explosion and then all these wonderful planets arrived. Huh? What do you think? When we say the moon die, moon die, God has arranged the planet Earth next. And we, we as a planet, we are the only ones with one moon. Jupiter has 67 moons. Saturn has about 62 moons. All of them have lots of moons. We have only one. We use it to tell the time. Moon die. It's the end of the month. It's the beginning of the new moon. It happens exactly 20, 30 days. And then the moon appears and goes. Nobody can live on the moon. The moon's temperature is over 100, over 100 degrees. Between 100 to 200. Hot. And when it is cold, it is minus 200. It's very, very hot, very, very cold. Huh? It's marvelous. These are the works of God's hands. You know, verse 1 of the Bible is what shows that men are fools. Because Genesis 1, verse 1, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. Verse 2, and the earth was without form and void. Empty. That is how all the planets are. Empty, void, and covered with darkness. And God said, I'm choosing this plan. I'm going to make something here. Everywhere there is nothing. Huh? Mars, the, the, in, during summer, in Mars, on Mars, in, in summertime, the temperature is about 20 degrees. It's even cool. cool. 
when it goes down, minus, minus two, three hundred down. Because it's far from the sun. Just, just next door. Nothing on it. Nothing. Nothing at all. They've landed on it. No water. Nothing. Void. This, uh, the earth was without form and void. Empty. All of them are like that. Void and empty. But Psalm 25 verse 8 says that we did not regard the or Psalm 28 verse 5. Sorry. Is AJ up there? Is it AJ who is on the screen? Okay. They did not regard the works of the Lord. You don't, you don't, you don't even see it. And the operation of his hands, you don't even notice it. When God is working things out in your life, bring you to church, give you friends, help you to come to school, bring you up in a Christian home, bring you to church, make you are sitting here today. You don't even see, and this is what he will, you will be destroyed because you don't notice what God has done. So it is, it is a church full of people who don't notice. What God is doing is a church full of people who don't give testimonies. Yes. It's a church full of people who don't give testimonies. If you are a girl and you marry, you are, and you regard the works of God's hands, you will always praise God and sing in your marital home. Thanking God for giving you a husband. Yes. But people don't. We say, oh, it's my partner. Look, your partner. It's not easy to get a partner. It's not a business. You see, you, you are thinking of business. There are more girls than boys. More. Somebody to sleep with, Yes. You are have 200 men you can, who can sleep with you from now till next year, August. You will get. But somebody to marry you. Somebody to marry you. Somebody say, I like you. I, I will give you my name. I will stay with you. I will not sleep with any other woman or have any other. I will not fall in love with anybody again. Only me and you. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but because people don't regard the works of God's hands They don't appreciate having such a thing Yes One day I saw a sister And when I saw her, I knew that it would be difficult for her to marry Yes and my heart was broken. I was wondering what I can do. It's a blessing. So I want you all to respect what God is doing. What God has done. And testify. Always testify. Regard the operation. That it is his hand that is working things out. The operation of his hands. Operation. Hallelujah. Wow. Stand to your feet and let's thank the Lord.
As we gather, may your spirit dwell within us. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, As we gather may we glorify your, your name. Knowing well that as our hearts begin to situation that you came here with whatever is molesting you loses its power over your life today in the name of Jesus his mercies are new every morning his mercies are new every morning his grace is new every morning his power is new every morning today God has new mercies for you God has grace for you God has power for you God has grace for you in your life. Great is his faithfulness. As we gather, as we gather, as we gather. As we gather in your spirit within us. As we gather in your Knowing well, knowing well that I. Thank you. 
Jesus, thank you for this morning. We know we are blessed because we came. And we are blessed more each time we come. Thank you for your steadfast love. For everybody here. I pray concerning every situation. Every painful problem. Every hurting issue. Lord, touch every life here. With your great power and your great mercy. Let us go out of this place victorious over every form of wickedness of the devil in our lives. Thank you for your blessing today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to take out our offering very quickly. Take out your offering. Hallelujah. Your car will soon be parked outside on Sunday morning. Can I have Abel on stage, please, with me, please? Lift up your offering. Father, thank you for the opportunity to give a good offering today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ashes, receive the offering. so lightly you take me so lightly if I give my heart to you will you give your heart to me 
And if I die for you, will you die for me too? If I shed my blood for you, what will you do with it? Will you despise my blood or will you treasure it? What is the point of showing so much love when I get so little feedback from the person I love so dearly? I want to know if it all means nothing to you. What I am saying doesn't touch you. You don't care about what I care for. See, the reason why I am asking this question. You take it so lightly. You take me so lightly. If I give my life for you, will you give your life for me? And if I die for you, will you die for me too? And if I shed my blood for you, what will you do with it? Will you despise my blood or will you treasure it? If I give my heart to you, if I give my life for you, if I shed my blood for you, you do with it oh, oh. listen God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten oh whoever believes in Jesus should not perish but have new life and God commended his love toward us oh and while we were yet sinners Jesus died on the cross for sinners. Oh, the reason why I'm quoting these scriptures. It seems you've forgotten all about them. See, Jesus gave his life for you. Will you give your life for him? Jesus died for you. Jesus shed his blood for you. What will you do with it? Will you despise his blood? Oh no, will you treasure it? If I give my heart to you, will you love me back? And if I give my love, my precious love, from you to an appreciative person who will not take my love for granted and do you know how long I've been waiting have I waited in vain for nothing it seems like you never really love me the reason why I'm speaking this way you broke my heart and you took me for granted if I give my heart for you 
Will you give your heart to me? And if I die for you, oh, will you die for me too? If I give my love for you, what will you do with it? Will you tear it apart? Will you love me back? If I give my heart to you, will you tear it apart? If I shed my precious blood on Calvary for you, will you despise my blood? Will you treasure it? If I give my heart to you. If I give my love for you, and if I shed my blood for you, what will you do with it? Will you tear it apart, or will you let me back? What will you do with it? What will you do with it? Tell me, what will you do with it? What will you do with it? To him, we will love to hear his voice. We will love to see his glory, and we will love to behold his beauty. Yeah, yeah. We love coming to his presence, and we will stay here as long as we can. Oh, oh. now that we found Christ. What are we gonna do with him? Now that we've found Christ, what are we gonna do with him? Dear Lord, we have a great affection for your house. See, we'll give everything. To build your church and make it glorious. Oh, we love 
coming to your house, yeah, just because we love you. And Lord, we want to stay here, yeah, we want to stay here as long as we can. For now that we've found Christ, what are we going to do? Christ, what are we gonna do with him? Oh, now that I love Jesus, I will serve him with all my heart. Yes, I will. I'll serve him when I'm young, and I will serve him when I'm older. I'll give him all my energy and I'll give him all my time. Oh, Lord, I want to be your servant. Yes, what a blessing, what an honor. Yeah, now that I've found Christ, this is what I would do with him. Tell me what you're going to do. Say, now that I've found Christ, this is what I will do with him. Oh, say, now that I've found Christ, I will tell everyone about him. Is that what you're going to do now that I've found Christ? I will tell everyone about him. Tell everybody, say now that I've found Christ, I will tell everyone about him. I'll preach, I'll teach every day now that I've found Christ, I will tell everybody about him. Amen. Amen. How many of you are excited that it's time for the word? Amen. And I believe that all of us are being blessed by the series on the presence. And I know that today's word is going to change your life. If you are excited with Jesus, joy, rise to your feet and let's welcome Bishop Daggett Hallelujah. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity. Bless us as we come before your wonderful word today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Now, um, I believe that God is blessing us. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 1. Talking about the presence and today is the last session in that very important series for now. The presence of the Lord. Verse Matthew 1 and verse 21. 
she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Matthew 1.21 Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet. Amen. Wow. Saying, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. Which being interpreted is God with us. Amen. God with us. Or God dwelling with man. Amen. Now, if God does not help us and God does not come nearer into our lives, we are always going to suffer loss and we don't have anything to help us. Amen. So we need the presence of God to help us because the presence of God in our lives is what really makes the difference. Amen. Genesis 39, you see the presence of God with um, Joseph. It says, Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer, bought him and he was a slave. So he was down. There are many slaves and there have been many, many slaves even up till today. All right. But verse 2 says, the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord will be with you too. And when the Lord is with you, when the Lord is with you, look at what happened. He was a prosperous man because God was with him. Amen. Amen. So what do we need? You don't need your uncle. You don't need your auntie. You don't need your boyfriend. All these people can do something, but not so much. If you really love somebody very much, the person you love very much is just a human being and can be sick and can die and disappear from your life. So before you realize, the one you've put all your heart on and your love on is no more there. So the person we need in our lives is God. God with us. So the Bible says the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous because God was with him. So even though he was a slave, he was a prosperous slave. Have you heard of something like that before? Have you heard of a prosperous Ghanaian before? <laughs> You are going to, you are declared one of the prosperous Ghanaians in this world. Now, the reason I say powerful things over your life is because the Bible says in Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23. It says, um... The man who is doing the screen, you are slow. Is it uh, Ajay who is doing it? No. 
Okay. I need a J to do everything, please. Now it says, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Mountain, I'm advising you, go here, go here, go here, go here, go here, do this, whatever, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. That is, this is the operation of faith. It's not prayer. And it's not a prayer. Prayer is the next verse, 24. 24 is prayer. Therefore, I say unto you, what things you desire, okay, when you pray, this one is praying. 23 is speaking. 24 is praying. You understand? You don't, there are two different things. So 23 is who, and it is about, this is a teaching of Jesus Christ about faith. This was when God was with us. Mark 11, 22 tells, Jesus said, have faith in God. So he was teaching them about faith. Then he said in verse 23, whatsoever, whosoever shall say to this mountain, blah, 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 advising the mountain how he should adjust himself and so on. You get it? Eh? And he doesn't doubt that what he said will happen. He will have what he says. So when I say to you, that you will be a prosperous Ghanaian. I'm advising a certain mountain to adjust itself and it is going to be adjusted in the name of Jesus. Yes. And you must also believe it because Jesus always told people when they receive blessings that daughter, it is your faith which has made you whole. Yes, not even his faith. It's your faith. It has made you whole. So it's important for you to believe when something is spoken. So when I'm saying nice things about you, I'm not just trying to make you happy. I'm trying to make something happen practically in your life. And it will happen practically in the name of Jesus. Today you are declared an overcomer. Amen. All right, back to the presence of God. Genesis 39. Genesis 39. Okay, Genesis 39, verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph. And so he was a prosperous man, not because he was a good businessman, but because the Lord was with him. Verse 3. You see it again. The next three. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and made all that he did to prosper. So like when you get a beloved, it works. When you marry, it works. When you do a business, it works. Everything in your life works. It's working for you from today in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I'm not saying this because everything is easy. No. There are a lot of things in the world that make you feel that it can't be true. And if it is very believable, it's not faith. 
So when I'm saying wonderful things about you, when you look at yourself, say, it cannot be. You get what I that's that is the faith I'm saying I'm declaring over you faith. That is it's because it doesn't look like it. That's why I'm saying it. Fantastic things. When you talk to a mountain, be that removed. I mean, how many mountains can move? Even a hill, Makati Hill cannot easily move. All right. So God sent us Jesus Christ. Matthew 1 21 says that he shall save the people from their sins. Verse 22 says that uh, all this was done that it will fulfill the prophecy. But verse 23 is where it gives us the name Emmanuel. Emmanuel. That's why a lot of people are called Emmanuel. Do you know why people are called Emmanuel? Because it means God is with us. So like when you call your child Emmanuel, you are trying to say God is with my child. Yes. God is with my child. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. Revelations chapter 7. Revelations chapter 7. Verse 15. Now. I'm now going into some of the wonderful things that are found in the presence of God. In Revelation chapter 7, like, let's read, let's say from verse 14, maybe it may help you a bit. And I said, who are these? And he said, said thou knowest. And he said to me, these are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Okay? Now, what, what is verse 15? Look, when you come to church, we are in the Bible. Oh, this is more than university. What we are studying here is more important than what you learn in the school. How many have dissected frogs and all those things in school? I dissected frogs. It has not helped me up to now. The Bible is helping me. The Bible is helping me up till today. I, I learned the Bible also in school, and it's practically useful for my life. Look at it. It says, they are before the throne of God. So they are right in the presence of God. Presence of God. They are before the throne of God. This is what it's like to be in his presence. When you are in his presence, these are the things that happen. They are before the throne. Like the Ark of the Covenant. Right there. Everybody say, I'm right there. What happens right in the presence of God? What are they doing right there? They are serving him serving him they are serving before the throne serving not serving anything else serving him what a blessing when you are serving God you are in his presence yes yesterday we had a little crusade at the corner and it's fantastic I could, I could see that God was there. Oh, yes. God was there. When you are serving God, you are in his presence. 
or when you are in his presence, you serve God. Either of the two, you can either this or that. Either you are, you are serving him, you are in his presence, or you are in his presence and you start serving him. I mean, I don't know which one comes first, but serving and the presence is the same. You want to experience his presence? Start serving him. Yes. Serving God, serving his wishes, his aims, his ideas, his will, his plan, his purpose. Serving God in his presence. This is what happens. They are before the throne and they serve him at weekends. They serve him once a year at Christmas. When do they serve him? Day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Wow. Is it not amazing? So you are serving God. You are before his throne. And you don't, you see, that's why for me, I don't know. My, my work is to serve God. So I don't know whether I'm working. Honestly, I don't know whether I'm working. I've never, I can't even imagine. It was when I worked at Kolebu, that, that was my last job. My last job was in 19, um, 1990. That's the last time I worked. Since then, I've been serving God. In his temple, before his throne. Day and night. I, don't, I never turn off my phone. Because I'm serving God. If any of my sheep or anything I'm needed, I'm, I'm available. I serve God night and day. I've, I don't need a vacation. I am on vacation every day. This is joy. I, the last job I had was in 1990. You're not yet born. Yes. Wow. Serving God in his temple day and night. And there are seven wonderful benefits that come out of this presence. Serving in his presence. Yes. Look at verse 16. They shall hunger no more. Why don't you start clapping for Jesus? You will never be hungry. You will never be hungry again in your life. You'll never be hungry again in your life. Hey! These are the fantastic benefits of serving God. Since I started serving God, hunger is gone out of my life completely. I cannot be hungry anymore. I've been hungry before. I've been hungry where I was going around visiting people at lunchtime. How many have ever visited somebody and were hoping that the person will say, Oh, would you like to eat something? Oh, you are invited. How we say you are invited? You are invited, but you don't mean it. Wow. And that means that whatever you do to get food is guaranteed. 
by what? Serving God. People who seek money are always in difficulty. People who seek money and seek things and seek blessings are always in trouble. Those who seek God are always blessed. Yes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek the presence of God. Serve God in his temple. And then all these things that people are struggling for, it is going to be given to you free of charge. No more hunger in your life. I used to know the favorite Kiliwili sellers. Those who count the Kiliwili. They have two fingers that they use to count it like this. Have you seen it? I know all of them. It was my days of hunger. But since I started, go back to verse 15. I I like this scripture. Therefore they are before the throne. Hey. And they serve him day and night. Eh? Day and night in his presence. Is it not amazing? Yes. Day and night they serve him. What an amazing, amazing blessing. Number two. They will never be thirsty again. You will never be thirsty. And anymore. Look at it. From now, you will have drinks in your room. When somebody comes. When somebody comes. You serve them with drinks. In fact, from now, anytime some people are coming for counseling, we must serve them with drinks because this scripture says you'll never be thirsty again. You have a fridge in your house, orange juice, and other types of juice. This is the benefit of serving God in His temple. All of you who are not serving God, uh, you just come to say, oh God, give me money. Oh, I've come so that they bless me. I've come to collect my... uh, You are collecting nothing. Come with the mind to serve God in his temple. That's the temple. Look at it. They will not be hungry. The sun... uh, What is it? Verse 16, please. They, They will not be hungry, nor thirsty. Anymore. Anymore. Anymore in your life, you you fridge you have a fridge, drinks you have a drinks. Uh, uh, what, 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 what do you want to drink? Where do you want to drink it? Receive it in Jesus' name, as you serve the Lord. Number three, the sun will not smite you. That means you will have a roof over your head. This is now speaking about where you stay. Yes. The presence of God. Look at verse 15 again. Look at verse 15 again. Therefore they are before the throne. 
They are in his temple every day, every night. People ask, why do you go to church? You come late. You know, this service will end by one. Always this service will end by one. But when we restart, when we restart our wisdom impartation, that will be in the evening services. Yeah, so that one takes a longer time. Yeah. But this one is just, we have to end on time. Then in the evening or afternoon, then we start. So, so those who only serve God at weekends and those who want to serve God for a short time, then you go. The sun. This is speaking about the air condition, the, the, the car. No, no. The next one, the next one. No, any heat. There will be no more heat in your life. conditioning god god gives air conditioning to his servants receive air conditioning in your house look i didn't write the bible don't be angry with me we are all reading the bible together we're not reading it together he said the sun will not light on the no heat if it's a fan you have fans if it's air conditioning, you have air conditioning. No more heating. You are not going to sleep and wake up wet. Has it happened to you before? When you wake up, you are wet. It has happened for the last time. As you serve God, as you serve God, you no more be hot. When I was at Legon, how I was feeling hot especially Legon Hall there's no air in Legon Hall is it not true S block sometimes my roommate and I we we had the fan we put the the fan (laughs) it takes money to buy air conditioning it takes money to pay the electricity bill. Generators are included in the blessings that are coming. A generator. Generator. God is giving you a personal generators. No more heat. Verse 17. How many benefits do you have so far? Four. It's already enough, almost, isn't it? Let's go back. Let's count. I want you to count them. No more hunger. Number one. Test. Two. Three. Sun will not be smiting you. That means you have a roof. You have a car. You'll not be standing by the roadside calling a bus. Taxi. Taxi. Never, 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 never. It's past. It's past. God is lifting you up as you serve God in his temple. Amazing, isn't it amazing? You will no more be feeling hot and sweaty. Number five. The lamb 
which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them. This one has gone through the roof because now the fifth benefit is that Jesus himself will say, open your mouth. Ah, He himself is going to feed you. It's, it's, you see, when somebody says, open your mouth, ah, it means that he's pampering you. He's just loving you. It's like he's playing with you. He's playing with you. Ah, ah, open. Ah, why? He's treating you like a baby. Hey. Jesus will say, ah, and then he's feeding you himself. The lamb himself shall feed them. Not that you will not be hungry, but the lamb of God will rise up and say, open your mouth, ah, and then receive this blessing, ah, receive it again, receive it again, receive it again. Wow! Are we reading the Bible or we are reading another book? The Lamb will come to say, open up, open wide. Ah. Meanwhile, you are not even hungry. Say, so, yeah, I know you are not hungry, but open. Receive another blessing. He said, he I know you have money, but open, open wide, open wide. Ah! I know you have a car. Receive another car. Ah! God is going to pamper you as you serve him. I want everybody here to make a covenant with God. You know, I was talking to Bishop Oyedepo the other day. And I asked him, you know, his great university is called Covenant University. So I asked him, when you say covenant, 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 what do you mean? And I asked him, is it about serve? He said, yes. That's a covenant he made with God. That I will serve you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. He made it even before he married and he signed it. That's my agreement with God. That I will serve God first and only all my life. He made that covenant before. He told his wife, sign or I will not marry you. Yes. Sign or that is it. I'm serving God. He said, that, I think they have copies of the original agreement that he signed. Yes. That's why I'm, I'm encouraging you. Now, look, make that covenant that I will seek God and I will serve God in his temple. People criticize him. He has aer- so many aeroplanes churches, this, that, whatever. And you, you hear him commenting about people doing business. And all the businesses, they are all fake. They don't really have money. It's all debts. Fake businesses, fake everything. God will pamper you. He says, the lamb which is in the midst of the tomb shall feed them. Ah. How many benefits do you have? Number six. He shall lead them unto living fountains of water. The next benefits are fountains of water. You will not lack direction. Amen. 
You see, all over the world, people travel to go to beaches. Why? There is a wonderful feeling when the water comes over you. Yes, those of you who don't know how to swim. Everybody in this church, you are going to learn how to swim in the name of Jesus. When you don't know how to swim and the lamb is leading you to the fountains of water and you get the water is flowing all over you, the drops are going there. It's like you say, hey, I'm afraid of other people. This is rather the great blessing One time I prophesied about people going for honeymoon in Indonesia. Who went for honeymoon in Indonesia recently? Where are you? Are you here? Stand up if you are here. Honeymoon. In, yeah. This, this, this. Look, they are wearing red. They want to. Honeymoon in Indonesia. Yes. And I'm telling you, when they tell, when they tell you what happened in Indonesia, you, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. They were talking to me and trying to you know, stir up my love. That's why when I say things, it sounds impossible. It sounds fantastic. But I want you to believe it because whosoever shall say to this mountain, a mountain, move around, move around, move around, and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall have what he says. You are going to be swimming under fountains of water. You and your husband. Just I I see just the two of you on the beach. And you have different types of swimming suits. The type that the type that you wear when you are only with him. And the type that you wear when there are others around. I see you holding hands. And walking down the beach. Singing a beautiful song. It will happen practically in your life. It will happen practically in your life. All this comes from the presence of God. Serving God in his temple. That's why I serve God. That's not why I serve God. But when I serve God, I found out that it's a great thing to serve the Lord. You remember that song? It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Come on, sing it now. It's a great thing. To serve the Lord, it, it is, is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Sit down. And the last, number seven. 
the last benefit of the wonderful presence of God is he shall wipe away all tears from their eyes whatever makes you sad whatever makes you sorrowful when you come to God and you are in his presence you know there is only one person who can solve all our problems I'm telling you nobody can solve problems those of you who are looking for love in a man or a woman let me explain to you there is no God like our God there is no God like our God our God is the only God worth loving nothing is worth loving than loving God choosing God serving God and he has the power to hold you and say, ah, ah, open up. Ah. Um, and he has the power to take out his handkerchief. And when he wipes away your tears, your tears are permanently wiped away. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. That's why I would like to serve God in his temple. I like to, day and night. So, so, why, why do you take longer? We are not even long enough. We need longer time, more time, more time. In his temple. This, this, is, this, this is a temple, but in a sense, it's not the temple of God. The temple of God cannot be built by a human being. But it's a, it's a makeshift attempt to have a place where we experience serving God. Amen. Amen. So serving God in his temple is the most and serving God in his presence day and night he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell amongst them. Yes. So I want to encourage all of us. You see if you look around, look at the church. You see there's a lot of space. There's room. There are a lot of people are not in church today. Don't think about that there are many people here. Yes, there are many people. But there are many more. Now, how are these people going to know God? By your service. You see, the day you stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about others, you start going higher. You see, serving God in his temple. You are not serving money. You are not serving money. You are not serving people. You are serving God. You are not to please me. It's not for me. Those of you who give testimonies, sometimes you mention my name, you say my my message. I don't have any message. It's, It's God's word. It's God's word. It's a blessing that I am your pastor. You can listen to it and it's, it helps you but it's God I also have nothing to give only what God has for you Amen, Amen. so 
choose to serve God. Make that covenant. Seek God. See, when you seek other things, that's where the confusion comes. You seek things. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. You don't get it. When you seek God, the things you are not looking for, then they, they come. Look at this one. You see how this verse starts? It says, they are they who are before the throne of God. They serve him night and day in his temple. He that sitteth on the throne shall dwell. This is the presence of God will be with them. Then, when this presence is with them, then they shall hunger no more. You see, then it's like, you are not seeking food. You are seeking, you are in his presence. Then after that, suddenly, it's like things that were, things that people are always thinking about, it just starts to disappear. They shall thirst no more. Thirst speaks of what you need. What you are thirsty for, you are dying to have something. Thirst is not only drinks. When you see people in nightclubs dancing, they are thirsty. That's why they are dancing. They are looking for something. They are looking for something to satisfy them. The pornography and all the things. We are, we are searching for something. If you even analyze what it is, it's actually the same thing. The same act in a thousand, five hundred thousand different ways. It is not even different. You can't even do the same thing in so many different ways. But it's like there's something you are desiring, but you still never get it. That's why it's never, you are never satisfied. But he says, you'll be satisfied. you really be satisfied. you really be satisfied. Doctors who became doctors, they were thirsty for something. When they became doctors, they realized, that, oh, is this what it means to be a doctor? It's not what I thought. People get myself, is this what it means to be my Oh, I didn't know that it was this. Is this what it means to have a child? Oh, I didn't know it was this. Is it what it means to have a, a BMW? I didn't know it was this. So the thirst keeps us going on and on and on and on. But God is going to satisfy. When you serve him, you become satisfied. Somebody was asking me, why don't you buy this car? Why don't you buy because I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. I don't need it. Why don't you have this? What? I don't need it. Somebody said, why don't you move here? Stay. I don't need to. I'm happy. When you serve God, is that your thirst is quenched. Your thirst is quenched. Your hunger is quenched. And God will help you. So I'm encouraging everyone. You know, there are so many things to do in God's house. There's work to do. Bus, bus captains, communion stars, ashes. A thousand things we have. Don't just come to church. Every Saturday we are doing outreach. There's no Saturday we will not do outreach. Saturday is our first service. So this is actually our third service. Because we had a service earlier. So Saturday night is our first service. Don't say, oh, I'm going to look for... You see people traveling from Legon to Tech because of a boy. Later on... Oxygen. What is an oxygen, beloved? Beloved, that you cannot do anything without unless you see the person. You need him for oxygen. Oxygen. Oxygen, beloved. Hey! I've not heard of an oxygen, beloved. This is... No air. You cannot breathe without. 
You cannot breathe without him. Jesus is your oxygen, beloved. Wow. I can't breathe without, I can't live. No, Jesus. Let us choose to serve God. Choose to serve God. Choose him. Girls, choose him. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Don't just, so I'm making my hair doing that. You Look, it's not the nicest girl who gets married. Come to, come for wedding soon. You don't come for weddings. That's why you don't know. You can be the most, you see the most beautiful ones all lined up there. Wondering how come they are not the ones in front there. How many have noticed it before? Yes. I'm not saying that those who get married are not beautiful. They are beautiful. But what I'm saying is that when you come, you will see fantastic people standing there. Humbly and fearful. It's like, oh Lord, when will I, when will it be? It will be your turn when you are next time at a crusade. And, and even a brother will see you carrying chairs and say, what a humble sister. I like this sister. The way her attitude is, I would like to have somebody like that in my life. Carrying chairs. So when I married this sister, ah, she'll be carrying my tray with my food to come and serve me. If she's carrying a chair, she will carry my tray. She'll carry my child. She's a carrier. She'll carry me. She'll carry me. Receive your beloved. Look. Receive your beloved. Look, you know, I I had so many things I wanted to share with you. But I think that this one is more than it's more than we can carry. It's, it's too much. This one is too much. How many realize that this is even too much? For I mean, it's 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 like it's beyond. Yes, they shall hunger no more. No more hunger. Those of you who are saying, "I came to school and I I didn't have," they didn't give me enough money. As you serve God, you would, I say, look, money for food. You will look and you say, Charlie, guys, let me spread you. How many are you? Let me just, let me just, let me just spread you guys. Look, how many are you? Eight guys. Charlie, I'm buying food for all of you. This type of struggling to get something to eat is passed in your life in Jesus' name. Serving God in his presence. No more test. As soon as somebody enters your presence. Charlie, are you thirsty? Not that you'll be hiding your things. You know, when I was uh, in school, my beloved was the only even, I don't know if she was even my beloved. When you go, she will offer you Sunday. That the others, 
they will just look at you and talk with you. They'll sit on the t- chair, on the bed, like or on the chair, halfway off the chair. You can see that they are waiting for you to go. Like, go quickly. And you can smell the food they are cooking in the balcony. How many have been to somebody's room? You know that they are cooking. But they don't say anything to you. They are waiting for you to go. Then when you go, wow. Because she kept on offering, it touched my heart. So look at the chain reaction. You serve God. No more hunger. No more thirst. You offer people drinks. It touches their heart. They propose to you. And you are moving on. That's it. A chain reaction. Wow. I'm giving you the sun will not light. Look, when we close, many people are going to stand on the roadside. Circle. It's it will never happen to you again in your life. That's it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the Bible. They serve God in the temple. They serve God in the temple. Day and night, every day, always serving God. Then suddenly, God says, the sun will not smite you again. Enter your car. And then they said, no more heat. Air-conditioned car. No, they are separate blessings. Because when I was in school, God blessed me with a car, but the car didn't have air air condition. So the sun stopped smiting me, but the heat was still there. That was another level that had to come. I see you going through all the levels in Jesus' name. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. Verse 17. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne, lamb who is around, shall feed them. You say, open your mouth. Um, here's here's dollars. Um, here are dresses to wear on your honeymoon. Um, here's tickets for your honeymoon. Um, here's food. Um, here's blessings. The lamb himself will get up and start feeding you. Receive the feeding of the lamb and shall lead them to living fountains of waters. All those who cannot swim are receiving divine ability to swim in Jesus' name. You are going to love swimming because you are preparing for the living fountains. And God shall wipe away all tears. Today begins the wiping away of all your tears in your life. Whatever has made you cry. Whatever has been a source of concern. Whatever has been a big problem in your life. Whatever has caused a type of crisis in your life. 
I declare that it is broken and cast away in the name of Jesus. Everybody stand to your feet and thank God for serving God in his temple. Now listen. Listen. I want us to make a covenant with God that we are going to fill this church with souls for him. Amen. To the point that somebody will insult me for building a small church. That day, there will be a big party. How many are going to take up that covenant with God that Lord, we are going to serve you in your presence forever and ever. Amen. How many are going to do that? Matthew 6.33. Everybody, look at Matthew 6 on the screen. Look at it on the screen. Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things. All, 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 all. I said what? All. All. All things. How many know that sometimes you not even know what you may need? That's why sometimes when you are traveling, you pack so many things because you don't know what you may need. You don't know what you may need in this life. So God is saying all the things you may need. Take your phone or take your notes and make a covenant with God. Matthew 6, 33, covenant. I want you to be making this covenant. It is a good thing. Let's make the covenant. I will seek you, God. I will serve you, God. I will serve you, God. Take it and write, Lord, I make a covenant with you to seek you, your presence, to serve you in your temple serve you in your temple day and night day and night day and night day and night I make this covenant to serve you in your temple day and night 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 have you written it? this is serving God in his temple. Your covenant to serve God in his temple day and night. Yes. Nobody should say it's night, I can't serve God. Or it's day, I can't serve God. I'm serving God day and night in his temple. Revelation 7 verse 15. I'm serving God in his temple day and night. Have you finished? Then lift it up and let's pray. Father, we lift up all our covenants. We will serve you day and night in your temple. We like you, Lord. We like you. 
We like your, your house. We like your church. We like your work. We like your servants. We like those who serve you. And Lord, we lift up our covenants to you and we say, bless us as we serve you and help us to serve you always. No matter what happens to us, help us to serve you. And Lord, grant us that all sorrows of our lives be wiped away as we serve you in your temple. We thank you that you would dwell amongst us and bless us as we serve you. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Receive whatever has been a source of concern, whatever has been a source of prayer, a source of crisis, a source of difficulty in your life. You are delivered from it from this moment forward in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for a new day and a new chapter of serving you in your temple day and night. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. Lift your hand quickly and come to me in the front quickly. Come all the way. Come. I want to give my life to God. I want Jesus to come into my Let's all sing. I love this song. Give him your life today. Come to Jesus. Come Jesus, let's all sing it together. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Now listen, if you are here today, you want to give your life to God. I want to pray with you. I'm giving you the last chance. Come quickly to the front. This is a great opportunity. God bless you. Come quickly. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. Come. God bless you. Quickly, come. I want to give my life to God. I want to be born again. I want to serve God from today. Give him your life today. Come on, my friend. Come. Wherever you are from, come. Somebody from UPSA. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come on. I want to pray with you. Let him have his way in your life. Wow. Lift your hands and say this prayer. Say with me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I'm sorry for my sins. I give my life to you, Lord Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my heart to God. I will serve God. I will follow Jesus. Wash away my sins, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, washing me, cleansing me today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, I want to give you one of my books, okay? 
This one is called How You Can Become a Strong Christian. Okay. Are there any people here from American House Crusade? We came there yesterday. Give me a wave if you were there yesterday. Some of you in the front here. Very good. Oh, so many, so many of you. God bless 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 you. American House. Always your name is American House Fellowship. Okay. Don't forget when I say American House and I say all of you come, it means a special meeting for you. Amen. Father, bless these ones. They will never be the same again. Oh, I thank you. I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, God bless you. all of you. When you close, we come to this side over here. You see where there are no chairs over that, at that side. And come in. As soon as we close, we come there. Okay. God bless you. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Go back to your seats. You may be seated. Let us, it's time for communion. Um, now somebody is asking, now why are we receiving communion? Because you are receiving miracle power every Sunday. And I want you to be blessed. Amen. I want you to be blessed and healed. That's why when we have weddings, they have communion. But it's not your wedding, but you are receiving communion. Amen. Jesus said, my flesh is meat and my blood is drink. Indeed. So, you are receiving meat and drink. And what does meat and drink do for you? Makes you strong. When you don't take meat and drink, you start feeling weak. By the evening, you start, "Ah, Charlie, I'm dying. Charlie, I'm dying. So, as you are receiving the communion, you are receiving meat and drink makes you strong so you are going to be strong as you receive this holy communion hallelujah hallelujah so today is a day of becoming stronger whatever was fighting you you are declared stronger than that thing today in Jesus name when we were in school it was only those of us who were weak and small boys we were 11 years old who were beaten and mistreated but some of the people who came to school they were already developed they were fathers some of them they said they even came with their children to the school to form one their sons were on the other compound and they were they were on the west their children were on the east as you become stronger nobody can bully you i am teaching you and giving you holy communion you are going to become a stronger Christian and strong in your body, strong in your health. You will not be sick this semester. I say you will not be sick this semester. You will not be on admission. Arm robbers cannot attack you this semester. Whatever cannot happen to Jesus cannot happen to you. Believe it, believe it. Yes. Even if you have been attacked before, believe what I'm saying. Even if something has been stolen from you before, believe it. Even if you have been attacked, you have been assaulted before, believe what I say, believe it. Because as you believe, it, it brings a spiritual power to bear in your life. Amen. So don't look at your life when you are believing God. When you look at your life, you won't believe anything that is said again. 
your, your life is not so wonderful. Do you understand? So if you look at your life, you when they say great things, you say, oh, it's not true. It doesn't apply to me, but it applies to you. Have you got the bread and the wine? Stand to your feet. Brothers, sisters, we are one and our lives have just begun in the spirit we are young and will live forever sons of God there is only word gather around the table of the up the bread. Father, thank you for the opportunity to receive the body of Jesus Christ. Whatever is weak in our lives, as we receive this bread, as we receive this meal, you said my flesh is meat. Indeed, may we receive strength in every area of our lives. We give you thanks for strength in our social life our emotions our wisdom is strengthened our soul is strengthened our academic life is strengthened we are receiving strength in every area every weak area is becoming strengthened our sexual lives are strengthened in the name of Jesus Christ the body of Jesus And now, this is declared to be the blood of Jesus. As you take this, any poison in your life is neutralized. Any poison in your life is neutralized. Your sins, your mistakes are washed away. And you are overcoming the devil by the blood of the Lamb. Receive the blood of the Lamb in the name of Jesus. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was
Place your hand on your chest, Father. Thank you for healing of every sickness, every pain, every crisis, every problem. Receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. I command the dissolving of every tumor, every cancer, every presence of darkness in your life. Every need to go to a doctor is removed from your life today in the name of Jesus. You are healed and the works of darkness are destroyed in your life today. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, thank you for your blessing and your healing today. We receive it with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Give the Lord a shout and a clap, offering. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.